to the Emotional Misfit podcast beginning. Yeah. It's yeah. It's going to be a jungle out there. It's going to be a jungle out there. It's a jungle <laughs> in here, out there, and everywhere. Everywhere. Um, so who are, who are the Emotional Misfits, Riley? Who are oh they? So... It's a long, that's a long story <laughs> because yeah. I'm trying to think way back in time uh, when we were all Elma babies and we came yeah. together and I was the one who was like, you know what? We're all just emotional misfits and that is yeah. our group name. And we just like went with it. We made t-shirts. We have yeah. merch with this stuff on it. I remember that we being do. so funny. Um yeah, we we took on this this title very much as our own. Yeah, um, so it's just a bunch of weirdos uh, who love each other a lot and are trying to you know grow and develop together to be the best people we can be, and yeah. uh, mm-hmm. we're just here, you know, um, and we're just wanting to create stuff together, um, you know, while we're apart and while lots of crazy shit is happening in the world. Yep. Mm -hmm. So Riley, um, why don't you, (laughs) who am I? (laughs) Who am I? Yeah. I thought this would be fun to describe the other person. So yeah. Who who am I? Natalie Sloggett. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, okay. So let's just firstly say, oh my gosh, she is this ball of bright energy most of the time. Yeah. It's just you really are, honestly. And your hair, I think, reflects your aura. It's just like this oh. radiating curly field of things that are coming off of you. And personality-wise, Nelly is very friendly, very outgoing. I think one of the things that I love most about you is that when you start to laugh, we all have to laugh with you. Like it's, it's my one power. Of, it's your superpower. When this girl laughs, I don't know what it is. Like you just have to start laughing so hard that you'll cry or that you'll, your stomach will start hurting because you're you just can't stop laughing. With yeah. Um. So that is yes, that is definitely one of your superpowers. Um, you're also a very like emotional person. You're always into talking about really in-depth in things. Baby. Um, I think we all are that way though, honestly. Yeah. That's why we're no, called yeah, the that's emotional. Why, that's why we're friends. And that's yep. usually how I uh discern who my friends are. Um which is kind of like a it's I don't know if it's like a psychotic process, but it's I'm always very like conscious when I'm meeting people if whether or not they would be willing to talk about things like that with me. And that kind of determines whether I'm going to be friends with them. Ah, so it's like Um, one of your key things that you're like, okay, if they don't do this, then they most likely aren't going to be an in-depth friend. Right. And sometimes it's like kind of a shallow snap judgment about whether or not someone is that way. And that's something I've tried to work on, but no, I still think that's, a good I find way to write. I'm right a lot. Yeah, no, <laughs> that's perfectly. Bad. Yeah, I think that's a pretty good standard little test that you can do. That you're like, hey, this person's open to this, and this person isn't. 
Um, I think yeah. I remember when we first met, one of the things that you said you liked about me is that I kept reaching out to you to hang out and you're like, this person yeah. actually likes me. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I, and I mean, I've sort of talked about that before. And then like, I often end up being friends with people that, you know, seek me out and show me that they really want to be around me. Right. And, um, like, but then I've also been told, like, why don't you seek them out? <laughs> yeah, it's good um, to seek out. But, yeah. Yeah. But also, I, you know, when we met, I was, uh, oh, my God. We were freshmen. How, how old were we? How we old were, were we? Were we I was, 18, I was 18, 19? I was, oh, my God. I was 18. Yeah. Yeah. So long ago. Shit. <laughs> so long we're ago. So long. <laughs> yeah. Here at the end of days, we are so old. <laughs> well, um, craziness. Uh, yeah, I don't even know what I was talking about. Well, we were talking about you were how... talking about me. <laughs> yeah, I was talking about you, buddy. I was talking about yeah. you. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, I mean, I've usually haven't uh, experienced where people don't open up to me because that's yeah. one of my superpowers is that people it is, just it is they just tell me their life story i could tell you craziness i mean literally the craziest thing that happened to me recently i think i told you guys about it, how i was on a plane and a woman just literally handed me her baby and was like yeah. hey, can you yeah. just hold this and i was like sure i can hold your baby <laughs> and i held the baby for half the flight and that happens to me i it's called resting nice face it's a thing I definitely uh, yeah. don't have that. <laughs> it's a curse and a blessing because the blessing yeah. is yes, you can get into be then the curse is you'll you're trying like I will be sitting in a public place with a book, headphones on, sunglasses, and doesn't matter, people will still sit down and tell me their life story like I'm Dr. Phil. Like Yeah. It, <laughs> they don't Yeah. It does <laughs> there's no stopping. Right. There's no stopping them. Well, on that note, Riley, why don't I tell the people about you? Okay. Um, so we call Riley Mama Riley um, because she is, you know, the epitome of a cancer woman <laughs> uh, in the sense that, yeah, she she's like very focused on like, um, you know, caring for the people she loves and like creating like a strong sense of community and home, which, uh, you know, was really important for us in school because we were all you know floundering around like trying to figure ourselves out and uh Riley like brought us together in a lot of ways um and yeah she's just a a, a boss bitch who <laughs> knows how to sword fight so I think that's important for everyone to know and it's just like like you, you often think of as like the the mom friend, like the nurturer person is like soft, but it's also important to like it's like she also embodies the other side of that, which is the leader, and the one that you know um, is always very you know honest and fair and straightforward about you know um, what she feels and what she like wants us to all you know do together and how we like yeah so um absolute like north star friend oh 
10 out of 10. You 10 know? out of 10. 10 out of 10. Um, would recommend. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, yeah, I've always, so, it's been an interesting life to balance the nurturing part of me and then the like mama bear who will like cut a bitch if you come near right. my cub. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's sort of an interesting balance. Um, yeah. That people don't expect to when they're like, oh, Riley's such a nice person. And then when they see me get, like upset or angry at somebody they're like damn yeah because they don't know about your fire placements girl no they don't know about the secret aries moon they have no they idea they don't know about the aries moon they don't know about oh my god what was your rising again i can't remember I think it's a libra libra okay which i so I, it's bizarre to me yeah which isn't i mean you like to um i'm a leader create... I have leadership you know but yeah, le- leadership, but also a creator of harmony and yes. um, balance. Yeah, a maker of beautiful things. Yeah, amazing artist. Well, thanks. Art person. Um, I think it's funny we've been talking about zodiac signs. I forgot to mention Natalie is a Sagittarius. She's just all the way <laughs> that adventure. Yeah. Um, she loves not, not as insane as the very stereotypical Sagittarius um but yes in every other way I think you embody the the main characteristics of loving new things in your life and like going and experiment and experiencing new things is definitely an aspect to you yeah so I I, I like experiencing new things uh with people that make me feel safe um because you have a cancer moon (laughs) I do. I do. And you um, like that little security blanket. Yeah. So very guarded in that sense. Um, not not really guarded. It's like once I'm not once I feel safe, I can I can hear you echoing. I can hear me echoing. Do you have you headphones can? on? I do have yeah. headphones on. Okay. Never mind. Um anyway. Uh Oh, okay. Yeah. So kind of guarded in that sense. Um, cancer and water stuff, but mostly um, the philosophical fuckboy yes. that is <laughs> you are very Yes. You love the phil- philosophy of the world. You love discussing those in-depth things. That is definitely mm-hmm. a big aspect. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's one of the things that I definitely would describe about you too is your like your level of like philosophy and intelligence that come you come across as very knowing or very open to sharing your knowledge with other people. So yeah, that's Thanks. definite. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's yeah, that's something I care about a lot. Person as in a personal level. The personal um, level, yeah. Do you want do you want to uh, talk about astrology as a concept? Like what do you think about it? Oh, what's well, your thoughts? Okay. How do you feel so, about it? So I feel um basically I love the idea of personality archetypes and I think yes. that is so fascinating and that's the mo- the main thing that I focus on in astrology. I'm not really one of those people who's like, "Oh, daily horoscope. Going to tell me what's happening this week yeah. or my day." 
not really. I'm more so of like the personality traits and how people come across and how crazily accurate they are. It is. Um, that it's like you can't really <laughs> sort of, I, I mean, of course, there's this rational side to me is like, I guess it, there could be nothing to it. But then there's another side is like, but this is extremely accurate most of the time. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. and it, and it became even more accurate when I found out about other planetary, like alignments and how in each right. different planet, you have a different sign for different aspects of your personality. I was like, this makes so much more sense because humans are so unique and individual. They all just can't be <laughs> one yeah. thing. Yeah, so, exactly. So yeah, that's how I feel about astrology. Yeah. Like I love the. It's interesting, like as a in terms of a pop culture moment. Um, I feel like daily daily horoscopes, like no one cares about that anymore. But everyone really cares about their birth chart, which is like all the different placements. Um, so it's more like analyzing your whole life or analyzing your whole personality and psychology and stuff, instead of just oh my god, like what's gonna happen with my with my partner next week, like or, like, or should I buy I've... this thing? <laughs> so or sometimes they even say don't eat this this week, and I'd be like, bitch, don't tell me what <laughs> not to eat. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So those, uh, yeah, I think we're moving away from that, which is uh interesting. <laughs> um. Yeah. Um so yeah, I'm I'm a I'm a hoe for astrology, I would say. Um it's a it's a really fun conversation topic. Like I can learn so much about new people so quickly and it feels so casual and fun, you know, talking about it. So um you can yeah, you can learn a lot about people just in a very like casual party setting like who do you <laughs> oh this is oh, oh haha let me look up your birth sign your yeah. birth chart for you we could talk about it for like so long wow. yeah i think we did it at my birthday party do you remember yeah yeah we did that because you got me this awesome book about it and i was like using it it was great mm-hmm. um it's a good time yeah. i was so excited though to find out about the birth chart because there were certain aspects of my personality that i never understood that didn't meet with cancer like right um one of the cancer qualities is that when they get hurt they go into their shell and they hide and sometimes i'll hide but i think it's like emotional problems are such a necessity to bring out in the open and talk about in that moment and that is such an aries quality period (laughs) and like period let's just do that so that directness that i never had of like with the cancer i was like no that's not me i talk about things that are hard because they're important to talk about in that moment because i don't like to fester and i don't like to hide about it that's never been something so i'm glad that i found i was like oh it's because i have a fire sign in the equal part of me yeah that also sounds like um, manifestations of your Mars and Mercury placements, I think, because Mercury is how you communicate, and then Mars is um, has to do with like very strong primal emotions, like um, like anger and confrontation and like sex and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, like I know my Mars is in Leo. Which is why when I get angry, I can't hide it, which I think you can, <laughs> you can attest to. 
Um, yes. And I have to talk to someone. I have to talk. You to have people. to get it out. Same. I have, I have to, to get it. Which out. is very like I think it's yeah, that's very Leo because Leo has to you know Leo's very like people based. Um. So. But then my Mercury is in Scorpio, so I'll keep all my feelings inside until I die. Oh, no! No! That's the worst. Don't do that because then your moon is a cancer. Like, that's terrible to let it fester in there. Like, yeah. It's so dangerous for not only like your spiritual health, but I feel like your physical health. Like, when a cancer does not let go of emotional pain, it literally affects their, like, their heart yes oh absolutely physical heart like they'll they will have heart problems yeah and to get into some like borderline holistic crap um i really um yeah i feel like anytime i've you know harbored a lot of like stress or um like pain or anything like intensely inward um my chronic illnesses kind of uh you know become worse as a result like with Mm. Crohn's and stuff like that yeah um and did I ever tell you that one time my um gastroenterologist referred me to like a Crohn's psychologist like person which is interesting yeah yeah like she <laughs> she summoned this person this person was basically like a therapist who had also studied ga- gastroenterology and the two times that I went to see her we talked a lot about breathing and how if I breathed the right way that I wouldn't <laughs> I wouldn't have to shit myself all the time which oh, is basically what it comes down to and I was oh, like I, I don't need this I don't need that. You think I haven't been learning how to hold my shit in for the last like 10 years? God. (laughs) So I just thought it was funny because at this point I had a regular therapist and then I went to see this person who was supposed to be like my, my, yeah, this quack who was supposed to be like my. Breathe the shit in. Breathe the. Literally, Read the shit in. no, it's funny because that's what I have to do. God. That's what I. That's oh, what I do. God. You just like clench really hard and <laughs> breathe, and then like physically will it out of existence. So I just thought I should tell the story about my um my shit therapist, <laughs> my shit therapist. In every sense of the word, my shit therapist. Just oh, yeah, really funny to think of her that way. That's great. <clears throat> Beautifully ironic. I love it. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> I don't know how to segue from that. But I don't. I, no, I just either. I just I just looked up my chart again and my actually in my Mars is a Virgo. Interesting. Which is fascinating. So I don't know if that because Mars was again, remind me it was how you Express Mars intense like, emotions. Yeah, Mars is like um, kind of like anger, mm-hmm. confrontation, um, okay. and then well, like stuff like that. I think. Yeah, so that kind of makes sense a little bit because what I what I do know about Virgo is that they have a very intense moral code. Yes, and they hold people to that. There's not a lot of gray they're either you're right or you're a wrong person Mm -hmm. basically 
mm-hmm. and I can kind of feel that in my in myself. I've had that perspective for a long time, especially in my youth. I've come more an adult to understand gray areas, but um, always thought, you know, nope, this is the right thing. That is the wrong thing. And then if you do the wrong thing, I'm going to call you out on it. Mm-hmm. Exactly. <laughs> so that that makes sense a little bit here. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd then, also say, yeah. What 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 else? Did you say Mercury was also? <clears throat> Mercury is like communication, ideas, um, like the mind. Okay, that's a Cancer. Cross cancer? Okay. Same thing with the Venus, Cancer. Mmm. Mmm. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, I have a lot of... Well, because the, the thing is, I was born, like, the very first day of Sagittarius, which is kind of pretty much the end of scorpio so Mm -hmm. i have a lot of scorpio in In my chart chart. which i was really fun it was really funny like seeing that for the first time because whenever i think of scorpio i think very like intimidating very um strong Mm -hmm. very like sexual and all that shit um and um i was like i'm baby i'm baby i'm a laugh i'm a laughy baby (laughs) i'm a laughy baby um, and I saw that and I was like, oh, that's why I feel very guarded um, and kind of judgmental in a lot of ways that I wasn't aware that I was like, like how we talked about earlier about how I like am very choosy about who I get close to. Um, I think that has a lot to do with that because I'm like oh, yeah. very quick to judge what kind of people they are, you know. Yeah. No, I agree with that with Scorpio. Yeah. Um, um, I also think you might share this with the Scorpio too, where like if if someone wrongs you, Scorpio doesn't forget that shit. Like no, yeah, I do have grudges, and which is yeah never... something I something I didn't really think about. <laughs> like I didn't think like I didn't think of myself as an angry person. Or someone who held grudges, honestly, until, I don't know. I feel like it was something we talked about at school together. Like, it, it could have been the whole, angry. It, it could have been some situations that we, yeah, that we went through. Yeah. Because um, you would say stuff to me, which was really interesting and, like, illuminating. Like, I can feel your anger right now. Oh, and I, I was can like, totally, oh, yeah. shit. Um, <laughs> no, and, like. Yeah. Yeah, and I, you know, hadn't really thought that much about being an angry person until well, you would say things like that to me, which I think I mean, is not I'm not saying that I'm an angry person, but no. I never like acknowledged my anger and acknowledged right. like, yes, I, I did get angry. Yeah, and that's a totally natural and valid emotion to have. I think was right. you had a deep deep rooted misconception that anger was bad all the time. Yes. And that you can't be angry and be a good person, right. um, which is completely untrue. Like anger is a valid emotion. It tells you a lot about yourself. It tells you a lot about that situation and what you need to do for yourself. Like mm-hmm. it, it can help you a lot in that. So, yeah, I think you coming to terms with like, it's okay to feel angry. Um, yeah. Was, yeah, definitely one of our many <laughs> revelations. Yeah, one that- of our many talks. And there are many talks in in what I thought of as the womb, which was our student apartment, um, senior year, mm-hmm. um, 
And the only was... good thing, the only good thing about that year. Literally. No, I, every time I, I just talked to it, to someone about it again recently, I think it was in therapy because, you know, I'm in therapy, so I'm always talking to her about all sorts of stuff in my life. And I was talking about you guys and how it was the best living situation of my life while also all of us were suffering, like fucking like, <laughs> dying. Like physical, emotional. Yeah. All of us were dying. In the dumps. We were, yeah. Oh, man. It was, it was a bad time. Mm-hmm. It was a, eh, Lord. Yeah. And yet at the same time, I felt so like, I never felt so like safe and like comfortable in a living situation, like in my whole life. Secure. Yeah. We were all really secure with each other. Mm hmm. In a lot so, of ways. Yeah. Yeah. It was. I'll, I'll be chasing that feeling for the rest of my life. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. oh, buddy. Yeah. Yeah. That was a funny yeah. time. That was mm-hmm. a good time. It was. Um, I feel like we'll all have that again when we go like on trips together as a group. I hope yeah. so. Anyway. <laughs> when we'll we ha- all have money. Ha <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. What, what, What's day? that? What's that? What's that? What's money? What is that? As I I check that the <laughs> stock market has dropped like another like thousand points or something. Oh, don't look at that. Anyway, we're not going to talk about that. Um, Why did you look at that? Don't do that. I I don't know. Buddy. Yeah, it's it's the I mean, this is the topic everyone is talking about right now, but it's like the um where do you draw the line between, you know, being informed and like figuring out what you can do but then also um you know staying calm and chill mm-hmm. at the same time um which yeah that's what i think about uh, i don't know i mean i live a pretty in quote sheltered life from a lot of of the news cuz i don't have cable i don't watch the news right uh, if i see anything that's happening is usually because someone put posted something about it on Facebook. Yeah. Honestly, I don't see, I don't look at shit. I don't read newspaper. I know that's bad for a lot of people, but I got a lot of other stuff that I have to do. I think and... that's everyone now. I don't think a lot of people are consuming it through like TV. Okay. It's through <clears throat> clickbait mostly and <laughs> like mm-hmm. posts and tweets and stuff like that, which partially I'm a little bit, grateful for because then I can see a lot of different perspectives but then also obviously I'm gonna see a lot of like fake stupid shit yes Um, yeah but then also I'm not like putting my complete trust in like a company um to give me my worldview I don't know so I don't know the only other way the only other like way that I get informed is when I talk to friends right when they've seen or heard something and they're like hey did you see this happen I'd be like no what do you mean yeah and then they talk to me about it so uh, I don't know but I do think it's important to try to find that balance between what you said which was being informed and still trying to stay calm and trying not to intensify your fear or your anxiety i i went to the grocery store today yeah um and aj was 
Yeah, it went, it went fine. But AJ saw that I had a list in my hand and he was like, good luck getting everything on your list. Yeah. And I was like, well, we're going to just try and get guess what I did. I got everything you did. on my game list. I did. That's great. Um, the only thing I didn't get was toilet paper, but I got yeah. some paper towel instead. And that's just how it's going to be. My roommate, like, she miraculously worked. found one package of um, <gasps> toilet paper in a Rite Aid today. Wow. And it was, like, pretty big rolls. It wasn't, like, a super pack or anything, but it was, like, enough right. that I would normally buy for yep. us, the three of us living here, to get through, like, a month yep. or so. So uh, mm. that was lucky. Yeah, that is. I, um, I got, uh, I was happy to see there was milk and there was eggs. Yes. Got, got milk right. and eggs. Uh, <laughs> no bread. No there was fucking bread. bread. I got oh, a loaf okay. of bread today. That's <laughs> isn't it wild that we're talking like this? I know. Like... Is no, you're right. This is gonna be bizarre. And like, I I was able to find bread today. Bread today. It's 2020. <laughs> and we, we are I was scavenging around toilet paper. <laughs> we're scavenging in right aid for toilet paper. <laughs> My liege, I. I went forth to the market today, and what what news? What luck? I was able to scrounge a loaf of from bread. the baker. Oh Good my god! god. <laughs> Good god! Us us serfs, us us plebeians. poor, us We're poor. All now. Us poor's. Um. Oh gosh, yeah. Um. But if I talk about that uh, anymore, I will get angry. So okay, um, let's, let's not. Yeah. Um, um, let's talk about I... other like personality shit. Like, okay. are there any other personality classifications that we care about that we find interesting? That we you cut out a little bit. What did you say? Okay, like, if someone was asking you, like, what are some things that you like to categorize yourself with, or, like, personality types or sorting or stuff like that, hmm. like, what I else guess... do you care about? Um, I think that I am a, at least I hope that I'm a responsible person, and people generally come to me when they need things, because they can be like, Riley knows what she's doing. So yeah. they usually come to me. And that's always a good feeling to feel like people view you as you've got, you know, your shit together. Um, yeah. I guess at least that's been the most thing commonly on my mind recently in my life because I'm I'm becoming the, like, main person most people in my program come to. They don't go to the faculty. They come to me. Interesting. That's um, good because that's the kind of – that's what you want to do Yeah, a job so I, pretty much. Yes. Yeah, so it's very interesting that people, like, go to Riley first. They don't go to the, the faculty because the faculty don't know. Um, yeah. Yeah, I could talk forever about this school and how much it's a joke. But... That's been the main, like, statement I've been sharing with my other friends in this program. We're just turned to each other and go, this school's a joke. Higher a joke. education in general be a joke it, be it a joke. and it shouldn't be the irony of that right. is just it's, it's like, ridiculous yeah it should be it should be great it should be 
this elevating experience that lifts you up and, you know, makes you into a a master, as the degree promises, a master. Master. And yet you are, are you the master or are you the slave? (laughs) I don't know. I'm somewhat in between. (laughs) One day I am that and one day I'm the other. Right. Yeah. Right. Um, Well, other, let's see, other person. The Apprentice, the Apprentice. That's what I should have said. Ah, He's the master of the Apprentice. It's late. (laughs) Well, it depends. Like, (laughs) I don't know. Yeah. (laughs) Ah! (laughs) um i guess it depends like i don't know i've seen i've seen people in programs where the faculty's super brutal and like you know is tearing them apart all the time and that's more like where i would use that terminology but then i don't know i guess you are an apprentice because you're learning anyway well, I'm learning, but then I'm learning more self-directedly. Like, I have to right. really do that. Mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, other personality. Let's see. Um, uh, what's your um, uh, Myers-Briggs? <laughs> Myers-Briggs oh, I type. Don't, I don't remember. I think it was I. ENFJ. 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 Yeah. Like the extroverted, intuitive, feeling, and then judging, which is like the, I don't like using that term, but it just basically means that you uh, have more like solid direction or like beliefs or um, sense of purpose, I guess. Yes. You know? Yes. Whereas... Um yeah, yeah, the it's teacher. In- it's called the teacher yes. archetype. I am the teacher archetype, hundred mm-hmm. percent. Um, yeah, I think it's kind of fun. I I always like to describe myself as like a, a shy extrovert, hmm. or or no, no, an outgoing introvert. Hmm. That's the term. That's the term. Outgoing introvert because I I am outgoing in most social setting, settings, but then I love to have a close friend network of a few people and it does, I can though go out in giant groups of people and be comfortable, but that does drain me a lot. And then I need my me time. Like, even though I think you remember when we were all living together and I'd be like, Riley time, Riley time, peace. And I would just go in my room and listen to music. I loved that. I was so inspired. I was so inspired by that because I'm so inspired. you know no listen you know yeah I'm very I don't know I would say generally if someone was to ask me to describe myself it would be introverted but I'm starting to think of that more complexly but anyway I had you know had all these times throughout my life where I would have loved to say I need to go be alone and have me time right now. Um, but I would have never said that, but you said it's something that you do that you did all the time as a kid, which I was like, that's so fucking cool. Yeah, I did. Um, my mom encouraged that because she needed her time too. So it just, just be like, bye. Um, and then come back together and there's no harm feelings or no hurt feelings. I remember also having to do that in high school with some of my 
my close friends who literally lived with it basically with me most of the time. And I'd be like, yeah, you guys can stay up here in the living room. I'm going to go have Riley time. And they'd be like, okay. So great. And they just wouldn't bother me until I came up. and I was like, okay, guys, I'm ready for. Yeah. But togetherness. The, I, yeah. So yeah, that's interesting. I, but I've been thinking lately about how, um, yeah, the introvert extrovert dichotomy is like a load of bullshit. Yeah. And, um, I've seen, okay, listen, especially since I started using dating apps more in the last like two years or so with not much success at all, but I just on them. Um, I've seen so many people describe themselves as extroverted introverts. that I don't want to see those words ever again. Like (laughs) it doesn't mean anything. I'm like, okay, so you like to be with people sometimes and you like to be alone sometimes. That's so special. That's not special. (laughs) That's so, uh, yeah. And I, um, I think, I think the whole, uh, classification was like a response to a cultural expectation that you're supposed to want to be with people all the time. Um, or, or that your social interactions are based on your value of your day. Yes. Yes. That's an issue. So I think people veered like hard left to introversion as like a set personality type or something um Mm. in response to that but then i think we're hopefully going back to the center of the road in acknowledging that you can (laughs) that having both is a very balanced lifestyle and that um in a lot of ways i mean this isn't always true but a lot of people that um are very set on saying that they're an introvert actually have, you know, something have had some sort of bad experience, you know, in their life that Mm -hmm. makes it difficult for them to connect with people or makes them fearful of people. So, um, and I mean, I've found that that's kind of the case for me. Um, or like, are you introverted or are you depressed? (laughs) Uh, is an important question. I think people should ask themselves as well but yeah but but I have met people that are like genuinely well adjusted that like truly truly prefer being alone like most Mm -hmm. of the time so I don't know I've also even had because I so since I moved for graduate school I've lived by myself for three years Mm -hmm. and I love living by myself like I think it's the best like it is ideal. And uh, I remember my dad, though, who, even though he's this man is in his mid 50s, he hates living alone. And he's never really lived alone in his life. Mm-hmm. So he I remember him saying to me, he's like, Riley, I don't know how you do it. I don't know how you live alone. And I was like, what do you mean, dad? And he was like, I would get so lonely. And I was like, well, when I'm lonely, I go out and see people. Yeah. <laughs> I call people, (laughs) I reach out to people, and then when I'm done, I go back to my house, and it's the same way I left it. Nobody messed with anything. Yeah. It's like, you know, so I just, yeah, I thought that was kind of funny that he was like, I don't know how you do it. Yeah. I mean, it's only been hard when I actually recently, in the last few years, realized that I have necrophobia, um, which is the the fear of complete darkness. And we oh. had a we had a blackout here 
in the area and it was in the middle of winter too. So there was no sun, no moonlight outside at all. And it was so dark. And I started to have like (laughs) intense, like breathing problems. I was so terrified. Oh shit. And I remember like, uh, texting you guys i was like my phone's gonna die but i just and i was i was freaked and uh i was like wow i'm more afraid of this than i thought i was as an adult i was like i am really afraid of the dark i um i don't know if i remember that well if you remember i always had a nightlight like oh yeah in in my dorm i'm the same way so i think i i don't know if i would necessarily classify it as like a paralyzing fear right um but i i mean i do sleep with all the lights off now as an adult um i do too but i mean the light from outside still comes in yeah 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 so if there was no light that came in from outside i would be pretty freaked out and usually like pretty much every night i have to be listening to something or Mm -hmm. um like be reading something or something like that before I fall asleep. So being alone in the dark doesn't feel so strange. And I was wondering about that. And yeah, I realized that as a kid, I was literally never in complete silence or darkness. Um, Like there was always a light, a fan and something playing when I was asleep, when I was going to bed. So you've been been conditioned to to sleep to yeah those sort of, so same thing for me i have to have a fan constantly running i didn't have that as a kid but i, I just sort of developed that i think mid-teens um where it just helps with white noise like it blocks out all other noise in the house because i mean mm-hmm. our our little town home that we had creaked and moved all the time because mm-hmm. it was old so it the fan helped that not be like an alarming or making me jerk awake in my sleep like be like oh it's just the fan like yeah right but yeah nightlight i i actually don't know it would be kind of fascinating to deep deep into my subconscious my psyche about this fear of the dark (laughs) because apparently i didn't have an issue with it until after my parents split up oh that's what i asked my mom i was like mom when did i start sleeping with a nightlight because i I started to question after that whole experience of the blackout i was like wow i'm way more terrified than I thought it was of this. I wonder why. And she was like, about seven or eight. And I was like, yeah, okay. <laughs> that makes sense. Like um, the, yeah, the security of the home. Yeah. Is not the same. It's I don't like, know. yeah. Yeah. I mean, you were probably fe- still feeling kind of some residual fear or like, insecurity from the whole situation you yeah. were just like well, that see. wasn't that wasn't fully processed so it still yeah. felt like it was you know surrounding you in some ways perhaps perhaps i because yeah as a little kid i liked nightlights because i didn't like what my brain would make up me seeing in the dark right yeah that's the biggest problem <laughs> i don't like what my brain is making up of these black blobs that <laughs> aren't really there like right yeah so exactly (laughs) oh yeah we'll see if one day i will find out the mystery that caused my necrophobia but uh the guess is well that kind of makes sense i think it's probably a good deduction 
I, I would think. Yeah. Um, Typically looking I, to a bad event in childhood <laughs> has a lot yeah. of unexpected consequences. But it's kind of funny, though, now in my adulthood, now I know how to prepare in case of said blackout again so that I'm That's not good. as intense. Because uh, it happened while I was in the middle of my living room. And I couldn't see anything. I had to find matches in the dark. Mm. And then light the matches and find my phone. And then... Oh, no. And then try to find a candle. And I was like... <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, you're making me feel like I should have that. Um. Now I have, I have flashlights and I know exactly where they are. And I can find them in the dark. <laughs> yeah, that's good. Very reliant on my phone as a flashlight now, because mm. I have to go. I yeah, I live, in the, I live in the basement of the house that I am in, and I have to go up two flights of stairs to get to the bathroom. So if I have to go to the bathroom in the middle of the night, I have to bring my phone and use the flashlight. See, yeah. Um, and yeah, like <laughs> I saw someone on Twitter describe walking through your house with your phone flashlight on to go to the bathroom is like a no 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 no. (laughs) but like but like a woman in a victorian mansion in her nightgown like carrying around a candle yeah like that's kind of the the same feeling okay fascinating it's like what the like oh my god like i have to make it through this house like what's gonna i have to make it through the darkness what's gonna pop out at me Oh, goodness. Mm-hmm. But you, you eating? You having uh, dinner? I'm making some tortellini soup. Ooh, delicious. In my crock pot. <laughs> Good idea. Yeah, I'm trying to meal prep where things where I can like yeah. make frozens and then have that for the rest of the week or something. Yeah, girl, I've been eating like shit. Oh well, no! Not, not, well, it's not like garbage; just very like, basic stuff. Like really, because that's the opposite of me. I've been eating healthier that I've been home because I can yeah. cook my own stuff. Because previously, I just like would grab whatever on campus, which is like freaking fried food or sushi. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I just have I have you know I have a lot of cereal, I have a lot of pasta, I have a lot of like. Um, I do always have apples and oranges at home, and that's, like, the only fresh thing I eat. And then usually just, like, like trail mix or granola bars or chips or something. Okay. Um, so it's not, it's just very, like, neutral kind of nutritionless crap that I usually am eating because it's cheap. (laughs) It's cheaper. I guess. I still have my beans. I still buy beans. I don't eat them as much as I used to. Okay. Um, that reminds me. We need to talk about yeah. our, like, if we were goddesses and we were making an altar. Oh, my God. Your altar would have tons of cans of beans on it. <laughs> yeah. I don't, maybe not as much as they used to. But, yeah. It's still as great much, but, like, Iconically, that is part of your brand. Is It's beans. part of my, my brand. <laughs> My, uh, <laughs> my aura, my <laughs> aura brand. What would, I want, I, I feel like there must be some sort of concise term for like everything associated with one deity. 
like their uh I, I want to say pantheon but that's not I right that's like, mantra but mantra is not the right word they're that's mantle. not it either um mantle. everything they're... in my my uh it's like symbol for my, that. <laughs> in my cult my cult yeah. no actually actually though like 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 when you when you read stuff about ancient Greece or Rome, they talk about the cult of a certain god, and it's not necessarily saying like, oh, these people were killing each other in the woods for this god, even though they might have. I don't know. Well, Dionysus um, people were pretty nuts. Yeah, yeah. pretty yeah, <laughs> pretty wild. I I think I had to write a paper on them one time. Yeah, the or something would, about it. Yeah, a bacchanalia. I remember learning about them in art history for certain things. If I made a music festival yes. now, I would call it a Bacchanalia. It'd probably be a bad idea. It'd probably be courting like absolute disaster. But I just think it'd be cool. Yes. It'd be a cool okay. name. As long as you're okay with the consequence. <laughs> <laughs> and be like, you have to come in costume. You have to Ooh. come... Um, you have to be well read about <laughs> practices <Greek> of, <laughs> of bacchanalia, which were pretty fucking crazy. Yes. Um, oh, but. I, but yeah, I don't know. I would like okay. to just call something a bacchanalia. I wouldn't probably well, have an actual have a one. party. You can have a birthday party and theme it that, and we can come yeah. dressed in togas. It'd be dope. Yeah, sure. I'd love that. <laughs> um, but. Yeah, our altars, though, our symbols of our... Or sigil. Is that the right word? A sigil, a sigil is uh, like a... Like a family. A family, and it's like a symbol. A, like a... Uh, yeah. So I would say everything having to do with one deity is like a cult. Okay. That's the term I would use. So yours has beans. It beans, has... grapefruit. 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 Oh my god, flashbacks. Tea. Tea. Um, yeah. I feel like it would have some sort of like medieval look to yeah. it. Yeah, it would have some kind of uh, motif of that. Me era. Medieval motif. Um, whatever uh, might that have might like be. Musical instruments of some kind. Yeah. Like yeah. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> what would be some sort of physical manifestation of singing? And I can't yeah. think of one. Um, like a, I don't know, like, like a, a harp. Maybe, yeah. A harp. Um, I don't know. Like, uh, deep conditioner or uh, <laughs> like a bath, <laughs> bubble bath stuff. Oh, I don't know. you would have bubble bath stuff. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like a, like something with coconut oil. You like right, coconut oil a lot. Right. No, something, something from Star Wars, alas. <laughs> um, a lot from Star Wars. Yeah, not as much as well, it used to be, but still a good a good real. deal. Um, and that probably that probably be it. To be honest, it's probably okay. It. What would what would be on my altar? On yours um, would be sweet tea. Unsweet tea. Unsweetened tea. My bad. Iced tea. Iced tea. Iced tea. Um, iced tea. Hundred percent. Popcorn. 
Oh my god. <laughs> um. Uh, Macintosh. A, a, a pillow. Not a pillow, but a pillow. Oh, stop. One, one pillow. One pillow. Multiple. Pillows. I would embroider. I would literally embroider it with the word pillow. P e l l o w. Pillow. Um, and it'd be a sword. There'd be um, your tartan, right? Your tartan. Um, oil paints, paintbrushes, <laughs> and shit. Um, or watercolor. Sorry, watercolor. Yeah. Um, there'd be uh, um, trying to think of fandom. Trying to think of other like. I'm trying to think of other like trivial everyday things. Um, um, strawberry toothpaste. Stra- right. Yeah. No. No. <laughs> There'd be a a charm warding off all mint related oh, things. Mint. No mint. Any, no mint no. may may enter. No. Um, not today, Satan. Mm. No, not today, Satan. Um. Uh. There'd be like um. Chocolate. There'd be dark chocolate. There'd be chocolate. Um, some kind of religious-related item. Yeah. I don't know which one do you feel is most. I don't probably apt. like a, like a small little pretty like a crucifix. Okay. Necklace would or like a necklace would be fine. I don't. Yeah. Um. Nothing gaudy by any. Nothing. Nothing too religious. Nothing um, too overdone. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, uh, I don't know. Yeah. I like this imagery, though, that I'm picturing my head of these altars. I dig this. Yeah. Yeah, I think we should make them one day. We should make, like, a cute little collage of it, of all of the stuff that we were just, like, a drawing of the the altar. Yeah. Um, stained Um, glass would be cool to have. Stained glass. I would also cop some of that for my altar. We could have... We could have altars next to each other, like um, like how Apollo and um, Artemis would. Yeah. <laughs> what what sort of opposite things would we be the goddesses of? Like complementary things. Um, complementary. Yeah, like we'd be patrons of of what? Hmm. I don't know. We'd be muses, perhaps. You just patron saint, or like the muse of. I would hopefully it'd be the muse of courage, or like. Yeah, be like a uh, Nike. Like bring no, it's victory. Bring someone up to feel better or courage. Yeah, because that would be cool. Yeah, I feel like anything I would want to be. Is already claimed. (laughs) You can be whoever you want. That's true. Um, The protector of somebody, like that, would be the patron saint you pray to to help kick bad Juji's ass. Like that would be. Yeah. Um, That would be ideal to me. For me, I don't. Yeah. I'm trying to think. You, you could be the patron saint of protector of knowledge or like yeah that's what i was thinking i mean as much as it feels like uh you know tooting my own horn and shit (laughs) 
Um, That's why I said it and you didn't say it. (laughs) There. As long as you say it, it's fine. Something having to do with um, (laughs) philosophy. I don't know. Yeah. Like higher thought. Yeah. Of of higher thought. Higher thought. (laughs) 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 Um, Yeah. I don't know. I'm trying to think of our other friends. I'd be the patron saint of pretentiousness. How about that? <laughs> Period. That's it. Really? No. It'd be funny. It's funny, but it's not true. <laughs> patron saint of pretentious stuff. <laughs> no. Um. Anna would be the opposite. <laughs> of unpre- is unpretentious. Yeah, like down to earth, to- totally like hippy dippy. Like, well, I mean, she still is, you know, philosophical in her way, no, but she yeah. is, but she is unpretentious completely. Yeah, very much. Yeah. Um, so yeah, those speaking of, those are our other pals who will hopefully, I don't know, sure. whatever this fun. is, maybe we'll make this again while we're all confined to our homes or have uh you know less busy schedules mm. um yeah there's um th- three other pals three other pals in our very band four because you don't forget john right oh uh, yeah okay. sorry i was like ugh. oh okay so original trilogy yeah there are three I was trying to extended trilogy. There's a John. I was trying to count John, and like my brain was short circuiting. Um, so we have Seth, Anna, Charles, and John, who are also part of the the squad. Um, and will maybe join us in the future. 